Jimmy Hawk here, Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast, and I'm doing a little bit something different today. Uh, my first segment here, I'm going to be previewing the Iowa Wisconsin game. Not a real, not a real preview, other than just I'm, I'm making my pick: who's going to win the game, and and who's going to shine in this one. And I, and then after that, I'm going to watch the game and then kind of break down some things after the game and see how things go, see if I was at all at all right in this one. And you never know, but I feel pretty confident for whatever reason with the Hawkeyes going into Madison. Um, you know, the Badgers are tough at home, so I don't know why I feel so good about this one. Um, I think it, it's partially because I think Luca Garza is ready for a breakout game. He struggled a little bit recently, and I'm pretty confident in what he's going to do in this one. And I think he's going to score 25-plus points, 10 rebounds, and he's really going to lead this team to victory. In addition to that, we've seen the evolution, the growth of Joe Wieskamp over the last few weeks. And Wheezy has been scoring just, I mean, he's been shooting so well from three. He's been taking it to the rack. He's been running the court. He's been defending and rebounding. And I think he's going to have 15 points, you know, seven rebounds in this game. And, and he's going to play another, another really solid game. And then Jordan Bohannon with a storyline you know, the game-winning shot he hit as a freshman, his brothers playing at Wisconsin, him growing up watching his brothers and being a Wisconsin fan, not being offered a scholarship by them. I think he's going to be pumped up going going into to play the Badgers on their floor for one last game. And I think he's going to hit some big three-pointers, at least four three-pointers in this one for J-Bo. And I also think uh, Keegan Murray is going to be ready to go and and... Doesn't sound like C.J. Frederick's going to play in this one, but I think Keegan's going to step up once again, as he's been doing. And I think the Hawkeyes are going to be too much for the Badgers. The Badgers play, you know, that, that pace of play. They, they slow it down. Uh, they're the opposite of what the Hawkeyes want to do. The Hawkeyes want to get up and down the court, want to score baskets, get transition buckets. And I just can't stand the way the Badgers play basketball. They slow it down. You know, they, they, you got to get handed to them. They play good defense. They really get up on, on the guys in the perimeter. Um, but they're just, it's painful to watch their style of basketball, for me anymore at least. And I think the Hawkeyes have too much, and, and the Badgers are going down by 8 to 10 points in Madison. So stay tuned, and we'll see what happened. Well, my prediction ended up being pretty good. Luca and Joe Wieskamp exceeded my expectations a bit. Jordan Bohan didn't quite get there, but he had five assists and led in other ways. And the number 11 Hawkeyes beat the number 21 Badgers, 77-62 in Madison on Thursday evening. Iowa's sixth win over an AP Top 25 team, which leads all of college basketball. Iowa was already leading with five wins over Top 25. But what a run this team has been on after losing four or five, now winning three in a row, and two of those wins against top 25 ranked teams. The Badgers and the Hawkeyes are almost 500 in the series history, but Wisconsin has had the edge recently, and Iowa is turning that around with two wins in a row in the series. They only met once last year. Iowa won 68-62 to in Iowa City, and now they have a chance to make it three in a row in a couple of weeks when they meet again at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Wisconsin had won 13 of the last 15 in Madison, so it's been a tough place for the Hawkeyes to get a win. And Thursday night, they got a big one by 15 points. Greg Gard's sixth year in Madison. That's kind of shocking that he's been there six years now after taking over for Bo Ryan. 
so glad to see Bo Ryan gone from the Big Ten. Have some nightmares from him, but man, I think I started sweating when they showed his cardboard cutout during the game. Well, in this one, it was Dick Washusen, Dick Vitale on the call. Dickie V was a little raspy in the pregame show, but I couldn't believe it. He's 81 years old now, and it's amazing. He's still doing this after about 40 years in the broadcast booth. Well, they got him a lozenge and a glass of water, and he was ready to go. Called the game with the best PTPer in college basketball, Luca Garza, who did not disappoint in this game. Uh, Luca is a primetime player, as Dickie V likes to say. Well, C.J. Frederick started this game, and I was not expecting that, and he had Iowa's first basket, and it was exciting to see him out there, having both Keegan Murray and Jack Nudgee coming off the bench to contribute at a high level. And Lucas started getting involved early in this one, looking like the player of the year. Nice moves inside, hitting jumpers, 14-0 run for the Hawkeyes after a Luka 3, and Wisconsin had opened up the scoring with a 3 of their own. And then a 7-0 run by Wisconsin before Luka got a dunk to get the lead back up to 6. At the end of the half, there was a 9-2 run for the Badgers uh, until CJ Frederick hit a big 3 with a few seconds left in the half to give the Hawkeyes a 9-point lead, 36-27 going into the break. It was a Wisconsin type of game, low scoring, but Iowa held Wisconsin to just 27 points, and that was a great sign. You know, and, and Iowa's been playing a lot better defense of late. Well, Garza in the first half, 17 points. He was scoring from all over, hitting threes, getting the ball down low. Iowa's a team shot 52%, zero free throws in the first half. That was just unbelievable. As much as Iowa gets the ball into the paint and to not even shoot one, one free throw, Iowa typically gets to the line you know, a lot more than their opponents. And Wisconsin only shot 25% from the field in the first half, but they were four of six from the line. Well, it's amazing to hear those baskets in Madison. They're so loose, they cling around like broken springs every time the ball hits the rim. And I guess, you know, maybe that's an advantage. Wisconsin, as a team, is used to that. And, and they have these loose schoolyard-type hoops. And maybe there's a home court advantage for them. But it was, it was really strange to hear those rims. And it got a little dicey midway in the second half when Wisconsin hit a couple of threes. And Joe Wieskamp got his third foul. Iowa was struggling on the offensive end suddenly. Iowa's 16-point lead got cut down to four after several misses by the Hawkeyes. And then Davison got hot and started hitting threes. Iowa kept having the answer, though. Jack Nungy with a bank three. Uh, Wieskamp drilling contested threes. Luca had a three-pointer helped by those rattling rims with the roll around, hit the glass, and dropped in. And Iowa was just the better team in this one. The Hawkeyes came into this game. Averaging only 9.4 turnovers per game, had 11 in this one, so not too much over its average, but there were a couple of real head scratchers in this one. Uh, some turnovers you don't typically see from some of these guys, but hey, if Iowa keeps their turnover rate where it is, it will be a new Hawkeye record, uh, breaking the record set by the 2015-2016 team, averaging 10.3 turnovers per game. And I tell you, Fran can really coach clean offensive play. He is a he is an offensive mastermind as a coach. Well, it was all Luca Garza in this one. He came into the game leading the country in points per game at 24.5. He was excellent from all over the court. He was 11 of 19 shooting, 4 of 6 from 3, 30 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists. And it was Luca's seventh game this year with 30 or more points. Tying ex-boilermaker Car Karsten Edwards for the most 30-point games in the last 25 years for a Big Ten player. Luca only needs 14 points on Sunday against Penn State to surpass the great Roy Marble as Iowa's all-time leading scorer. 
and I'll never forget, you know, those teams, the, the late 80s teams Roy played on, you know, when I was a youngster. And, you know, kids today are looking up to these guys, Luca, Wieskamp, Bohannon, CJ, all of them. But, you know, we were looking, looking up to Roy, B.J. Armstrong, Ed Horton, Kevin Gamble, Gary Wright, Bill Jones, Jeff Moe, Kent Hill, Al Lorenzen, the seven-footer Brad Lojas. And that 86-87 squad for Iowa went 30-5 and with only four losses in the Big Ten. Ended up a two-seed in the NCAA tournament, eventually losing to UNLV, the great UNLV team, under the Shark. And, you know, big comeback to beat the Hawkeyes 81-84 to in the Elite Eight. It's a season I'll never forget. I get goosebumps just talking about it. And this team has a chance to have similar success. Joe Wieskamp just continues to shine. He had a slow first half, but ended up 6 of 9 shooting, 5 of 6 from 3. He has just been on fire from 3 over the last several games. 17 points, 8 boards, and he's now hitting 51% of his 3-point shots on the season. Joe had a great freshman year shooting from 3, 42%. A bit of a sophomore slump from long range, shooting only 35% last year from 3. But he is putting together his finest work now. And, you know, selfishly, I really hope he comes back next year to lead what could be another really special Hawkeye basketball team. I think if Joe Wieskamp comes back, the pieces are there to have a really special team again next year. And I think it's going to be a tough decision for him. I know he wants to play in the NBA, but it's really tough, you know, for guys to get in the NBA and stick. You look at some of the, you know, Jared Utoff, Aaron White, <laughs> Marble, um, Tyler Cook, you know, it's really tough. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough decision for Joe. And, man, I'd love to see him come back, you know, rewrite the record books with some of the things he could do as a senior for the Hawkeyes. Well, Jordan Bohannon came in only needing 14 assists to pass Jeff Horner as the all-time assist leader. And, I mean, I just keep talking about the history that these guys are making. It's just unbelievable what we are witnessing with this basketball team. He had five assists on Thursday night and J-Bo now joins Jeff Horner and Dean Oliver as the only players ever with four 100-assist seasons. Quite an accomplishment for him. Jabo was really Dean and up out there, too. He held Demetric Trice to 3 of 15 shooting for the Badgers. He didn't have a great shooting game. You know, he was 1 of 7, 1 of 4 from 3, but he hit, a, hit that 3 late. That was fun to see. And he had 3 free throws for a total of 6 points, dished out 5 assists. Now only needs 9 assists to pass Horner in the annals of Hawkeye history. Connor McCaffrey and Jordan Bohannon are both in the top 13 in the NCAA in assist-to-turnover ratio, and that type of efficiency is what helps make this offense so special. What's amazing, too, is C.J. Frederick has an amazing 11 assist-to-turnover ratio, 44 assists to just four turnovers. That would be leading the nation by far, by two times what the, the nation's leader is, if he had enough assists to qualify. He just doesn't have enough to qualify at this point, but and as a team, you know, when you look at these guys, Iowa leads the nation in this category, and it's a big factor in the Hawkeyes' success. Nice contributions from Connor McCaffrey, C.J. Frederick in this one. Really surprised C.J. played 31 minutes, and he is the seventh-ranked offensive player in the nation, according to Ken Palm rankings. And also, Iowa's, the Iowa basketball team tweeted this out after the game. CJ has not had a turnover since December 19th against Gonzaga. That is just unbelievable. That doesn't even seem possible. Um, incredible play by him, but winning basketball is what it is. And, you know, Connor and CJ didn't light up the stat line. 
both had some nice assists. CJ four, C-Mac had two, five and four points respectively. C-Mac had, had five boards. And again, they play winning basketball. They don't light up the stat line, but CJ being in, you know, and allowing Keegan Murray to come off the bench where he's so valuable, that was huge in this game. And speaking of Keegan, he played 22 minutes, twice as much as any other bench player. Scored five points, struggled a little bit shooting, but man, where he really contributed in this one was on the defensive end and rebounding. He had 12 boards. He really made an impact in this game. And also off the bench, Nunji had six points in only seven minutes in this game, where Iowa mostly stuck with the starters. Each had 30-plus minutes, with the exception of Connor McCaffrey, who had 24 minutes played. Well, Wisconsin was led by Potter off the bench with 23 points. He had three long-range jumpers. Davison was hot from three, five of eight from long range, and only one elbow thrown in this game. And I totally get not calling that a flagrant, but, I mean, what other player sticks that elbow out going in for a layup like he did? I mean, you can tell that he just knows how to do it. And his reputation precedes him on the court with his past behavior. But, hey, that looked a little suspect to me, but nothing to do but give him the benefit of the doubt in that situation, so I don't blame the refs at all there. Well, the Hawkeyes have Ken Palm's top offense in the nation, and they shot 51% from the field, 63% from three in this game. Wow. I mean, that is an impressive display of shooting the basketball. Wisconsin shot only 30% and 38% from three, and it's time to give the Hawkeyes credit for how they've played defense the last few games. They're really bringing it in man-to-man defense, and the results are showing on the court. Since they gave up 89 points to Ohio State, the Hawkeyes have held four straight opponents to 70 points or less. And Iowa out-rebounded Wisconsin by four, but they still struggled with their defensive rebounding. Wisconsin had 10 more offensive rebounds than Iowa, the whopping 17, but luckily Wisconsin couldn't hit the broadside of a barn in this game, and the Hawkeyes were on fire. So it was 77 to 62 Iowa. Luca Garza, player of the year, is back. Joe Wieskamp continues to thrive on the court. He's shooting better than ever in his career. Iowa had its biggest win in Madison since 1988. The defense was great. Uh, This team can do whatever they want if they play defense like this. Iowa's all alone in fourth place in the Big Ten Conference, 10-5, 16-6 overall. Next up is 12th place Penn State on Sunday at 4 o'clock Central Standard Time on Fox Sports 1. Really excited with what this Hawkeye team is doing. There's no let-up. They can't let up on Sunday. Get another big win and just just keep taking them one, one game at a time. Well, that's all I have for today. But remember, in heaven there is no beer. And go Hawks!